Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey guys, and welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. I'm Corey. And I'm Danielle. And uh, we wanted to take a few minutes today to talk to you a little bit about ORM. If you don't know what that means, don't worry, we're going to explain it for you. Um, so we wanted to talk about what's going on with ORM, what the trends are, and what you can expect moving forward. And to kick us off, let's actually explain what that is. Yes, so ORM, if you've watched maybe at least one of our podcasts, I hope that you would at least know what the acronym stands for by now. We do talk about it quite a bit. Yes, so ORM is Online Reputation Management. I know whenever I talk about it, people, like, I get carried away in a sentence, they're like, wait, 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 what does that even stand for? So ORM, Online Reputation Management. So basically that's anything that uh, relates to your business that's online, whether it's reviews, your website, what people are saying about your business online, so your reputation, but online. And the management side of it is what you do about that. So what you're doing about what is being said about you or what is your image online, what people see. And nowadays, people live online. You're on your phone, you're on your iPad, you're on your computer. People live online, so your online reputation management, or your online reputation is your reputation. Yeah, and so these are sites like uh, RateMDs, HealthGrades, Vitals, Google. Google, Yelp, there's a ton of them. Yes. Um, and in one of our, I think, more recent podcasts and uh, articles that we did, we talked a lot about social customer service. Uh, obviously, uh, nowadays people complain, they leave comments online, so customer service has kind of moved online as well, so that's a big part of ORM. Um, and we like to say no response is a response, so if if your ORM includes a lot of people complaining about your business online and you don't do anything to respond or try to fix those problems, that even further hurts your reputation because not only are people complaining about you, but you apparently don't care. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of... It's a double whammy. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, so, and, and we see all the time with practices that we work with where, especially in this age of self-referrals, patients, they're going online they're looking up who they want their next physician to be or for whatever reason, they're either going through whoever their insurance list provides or they're just trying to find somebody that's close to them and can offer the services that they need. And they're making these decisions in, in seconds. They're typing in a name or a specialty and then they're looking at the star reviews. And then if, you know, if the physician is rated well, they're saying, well, they must know what they're doing. I'm going to look into this more. I'm going to schedule, this is my appointment. If you're rated poorly, or like you said, if you know, you're just not paying attention to those reviews, then the patient sees that, says, well, you know, they don't really care. They're not rated well. I'm just going to take my business and my health somewhere else. Yeah, and that's true with uh, everything, not just health. I mean, if you're on Amazon, you're buying a new pair of shoes. That's the same yeah. thing. You're going to search and see the reviews on it first before you spend your money and your time on it. Absolutely. So today what we wanted to do was to talk a little bit about what we're seeing, what our clients are seeing, and then also share some of what's working 
and how we're trying to effectively increase not only the number of reviews, but the number of positives to kind of put that best foot forward. Um, so actually, yesterday we met with a new client and we were kind of going through this bill. You touched on this earlier, how sometimes you just sort of go through it. Yeah. And uh, I, I said, oh, RM, and they, they stopped me mid-sentence and they were like, wait, what, what does that mean? Yeah. Um, actually, every acronym I use, they stopped me. I use <laughs> SEO and I dropped a couple other ones and you just, yeah. you know, you kind of forget those things yep. uh, sometimes. But um, they actually, they gave us an example where it's kind of unique, but they have a physician that they work with as part of the practice. And there's another one that's part of a hospital group, same first name, same last name, but different specialty. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, a potential patient Googled the name of the doctor that they were going to see, saw this other review, and it was a one star, and she was rated very poorly. And they called the practice to cancel their appointment because they saw this review. Mm-hmm. And so luckily someone at the front desk was, before they um, fully canceled, they said, hold on a second, let me transfer you uh, to our, our director and, and we'll get that taken care of. And, and the director happened to say, so why are you canceling? And they found out that it was this this negative review. They looked into it, found out the review was for a completely other person. They were able to explain that to the, the patient and they kept the appointment. Yeah. But it's just to illustrate the point that these things are very important and patients see them. They Without any context, they're deciding this is going to be my doctor or it's not. And it's that simple and it happens that quick and it happens all the time. Yeah, very, very important. Um, so because it's so important, we want to tell you kind of what we've been doing, what's working, what's not working. Um, and one of the, the newer things that we're trying are review invites. Um, and these are either text messages or emails that are being sent out to patients, whether um, either a day or so after their appointment that says, hey, you just saw Dr. So-and-so, um, let us know how your experience was. Um, and it takes them to, uh, we use a program called Empathic and it, it um, filters, which is amazing because it filters the good responses and the negative responses. So let me explain first. So they have a great, uh, great experience, they choose the happy face and then they're sent to Google, health grades, vitals, to leave a review. Right, it runs it through an algorithm and then the software decides, oh, Dr. Jones needs help on Yelp. And Mm -hmm. then it will direct the patient to Yelp so that we can increase that score. Yeah, so these text invites, it gives them the link, sends them there, happy, sends them to one of those websites based on the algorithm. If they had a sad face, experience it takes them to a feedback page and that feedback comes straight to the practice so it doesn't get posted on google or facebook for the whole world to see um, and it gives us the opportunity opportunity to address it before it becomes a public internet problem <laughs> um, we'll talk about that when we get to some more examples um, another thing that we're doing are cards that we actually have the physicians hand out it's a card that says tell me about your experience, and it has the doctor's name and a link to um, his or her um, rating profiles, whether it's Google or Vitals. We've, um, I think, broken it down by, you know, which doctor needs more reviews on mm-hmm. a certain site, and right. that's, that's what's on their cards. Yeah, and so, real quick, just pros and cons about the doctor invite card. They do work, work very well if the doctor is willing to hand them out. Yes. Or if his assistant or whoever's you know, at checkout is willing to hand them out. Those work um, if they're not willing to do it. So, you know, some doctors have no problem. They keep them in the lab coat. They actually pull them out. 
and they'll say, hey, you know, when you get home, if you could leave me a review, I would really appreciate that. Some don't feel as comfortable doing that. Yeah. So just something to consider because if you're comparing that against like the automated text invite, mm -hmm. you know, then you're kind of eliminating the the initial ask from the doctor where they're having to approach a patient yeah. and if they don't feel comfortable yeah. doing that, the text invite takes care of it. Yeah, because for some doctors it might feel kind of mm -hmm. like an awkward situation to yeah. be like, hey, will you leave me a review? <laughs> so, so yeah, it, like, like Court said, it kind of depends on the physician yeah. and the personalities as well. Um, another thing that we're doing are actually feedback pages on the practice website. So it's literally practicewebsite you know, dot com slash feedback and it's a page of all the doctor's headshots and when they click on it, it's similar to the text link that they get um, for each doctor. It's a link to their um, experience page. So you would do the happy face or sad face, same situation. It would send them to um, whichever review site they need help on or if it's a negative experience, it'll send them to a feedback page where someone at the office can reach out to the patient. Yeah, and then one of the things that we do with the feedback pages as well so we have, like you said, at slash feedback, but we'll also put that on the physician bio pages. Mm -hmm. So we highlight reviews there. So we know when we're, we're collecting um, positive reviews, we want to put them there so other patients can see them. Mm -hmm. But we also want to make it as easy as possible to leave a, a review uh, from a patient standpoint. So that's why we're trying to send out the text. We're trying to send out the email. We've got the feedback page. We've yeah. got a button on their bio. We've got signage in the office. Yeah. We want to make, we've got cards sometimes as easy as possible to try and collect as many positive reviews as we can. And simply the reason for that is again, when a patient is weighing one physician versus another on a search engine, they're gonna say not only the quality of reviews, but also uh, the quantity. So if your practice has, let's say, 50 reviews and a four star rating versus someone that has five stars but only two, well then it looks like you're a little bit more established. Mm -hmm. So we try and get as many as possible. Uh, and, and then also if there's some negative reviews, the more you have, the more you're kind of insulated mm -hmm. from your review kind of going like this and bouncing up and down, so. Yeah, and um, yeah, like Corey said, so the feedback page and then um, in addition to that, we have the signage in the office. So kind of going into what works and doesn't work, the signage um, for, um, I guess getting more reviews, we kind of say that that kind of further reinforces that we care what the patients have to say. Mm -hmm. We haven't necessarily seen that create a crazy boost in reviews, right. but um, it being there further, like I said, reinforces that the practice cares about how the patients feel about the practice and their physicians and our staff. Um, another thing that definitely doesn't work it's just ignoring it sticking your head in the sand hoping that it just goes away see that a lot too <laughs> yeah um because you know sometimes a patient can leave a review and uh you know people like to be heard and if they feel they're, like they're not heard sometimes people get even louder so yeah. they'll, they'll uh, post it on i mean we've had squeaky you know, wheel gets the grease yes yeah <laughs> yes squeaky wheel um you know it's great when a patient is happy and they copy and paste their review on every single site, but when they're angry and they copy and paste yeah. that on every single site, it's not as good. So it's better to address the problem and get it fixed before it escalates and gets to an even bigger problem rather than ignore it and just hope it goes away because it usually doesn't. Yeah. And then they tell their friends and their family and their friends and family hate you too. And then it's just a problem. And the thing to remember too is 
something like 92% of people use reviews before they make some sort of a purchase or service decision. So even if you're a small practice, even if you say, well, this doesn't really apply to me, you know, my population is, is older, they don't really look at this stuff, and maybe that's true for now, but they're going to. So you know, if you don't have to deal with this right now, in the next couple of months, years, what have you, as your practice grows, as your patient population gets older, as they age up, um, you're going to, so mm -hmm. it, it does matter. Yeah, and even if they aren't looking at it, if a family member has a negative said, experience yeah. and tells them about it, they're gonna know about it. Absolutely. So it's always good to be proactive, so that kind of leads into our, our next kind of topic that we want to talk about. So um, we've, we've just discussed the things that are working for us, the things that definitely don't work, ignoring it. Um, so a few like real world examples that we've seen with our clients um, that we want to share with you. One of the first ones is um, a negative review that uh, mm. one of our physicians just got uh, yesterday or the day before on Google. Um, and this was a public negative review. It didn't have the chance to be filtered, unfortunately. And even with the filtered system, sometimes those still come through. Sometimes the patient just goes straight to Google or straight to Yelp and leaves their negative review. Um, so in uh, this instance, it was a miscommunication. The patient was um, confused about, uh, about who they were supposed to reach out to to get their pain meds refilled after surgery. And honestly, I would be upset too. Yeah, if you're yeah. In, <laughs> in pain, you just had you know, extensive, yeah. I think it was spine surgery. So yeah. somebody you, you want me your, feel better right now. Yeah, you want your pain meds. Um, so luckily we get uh, immediate alerts anytime a review is left on, especially our Google business pages, because yeah. Google loves Google. Everybody, everybody sees things that are posted on Google. So um, since we got that immediate alert, we were able to send it to the patient or the physicians team, the admin team. In the same day, they were able to research, figure out who the patient was, figure out what happened, who was supposed to call who. The patient was called. The, her problem was resolved. They scheduled her a new appointment, got her her um, pain medications, and even better, this she went back deleted the negative comment and updated it. It was originally a one star with like this paragraph complaining. She deleted the paragraph, changed it from a one star to a four star. So that's awesome. not a five star, but still a four star, which is yeah. awesome. So that's an amazing example of being proactive. And if you, know, you buried your head in the sand, you would have had this horrible one star review that apparently your practice doesn't care about patients after they have surgery. So. But that. instead, yeah, instead we were able to resolve it, and she lived happily ever after. Yes, as far as and we she know, got her payments. Like, it was like yesterday, but yeah, yeah. it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I have an example to share, too. Yeah. We, uh, so we just launched this for a client of ours. He needed a lot of help on Yelp, just because um, no one was really reviewing him there. And he, so he had a negative experience, um, two, two and a half stars. One review bumped him up to three and a half, basically overnight. Mm -hmm. um, and so we just launched the service, sent out the reviews. We were able to get the new review up there. And then we also got a filtered one back right away from a patient that had just seen him that day and said that the physician himself was great. The experience was phenomenal, everything she could have asked for. However, she felt that one of the nurses was a little inappropriate. She was, um, I guess, not paying too much attention to uh, HIPAA, mm -hmm. and uh, she, was, she just wasn't getting the type of service that she wanted. She heard the nurse say some things that she didn't like, 
Um, she had to deal with a, there was a pharmacy issue and she was going back and forth and the nurse was like yelling across the office basically to get her the information she needed. She wasn't happy with that. Luckily, we, since we sent out the, um, the text reminder, she put this all in a filtered review and we were able to share that with the practice administrator and get everything resolved nice. Privately, yeah. Privately, yeah. yes, absolutely. Yeah, and like Corey said, with that specific practice, their Yelp page only had mm-hmm. like five or six reviews on it. So just one review makes a huge difference. So if he would have gotten another one star, could have pulled it down even more. That's why one five star made such a huge difference and why, to, why it had that huge jump of a 2.5 to a 3.5 in just one review. Yeah. Um, so that's like what we said a little while ago is having that cushion of... 50 or 60 reviews makes the negatives not hurt as bad when you get them. So that's Absolutely. another really important thing. Yeah. Yeah. For filtered reviews, I think that's one of the things to to remember is that um, you know not only do they not go public, which is nice because then they don't count against your score, but because the feedback is sent directly to you know whoever we talk to at the practice. Um, usually it's someone on the patient care coordinator team or it's like the you know the, the head of, of HR or what have you at the practice mm-hmm. and they were able to send it out as needed. That allows us to take immediate action and we require that the patient put in you know some type of identifier, so like a name or, or a date of birth, um, so they can go through the schedule, find out who this person is, and then typically reach out to them mm-hmm. and proactively try and make the situation better. So that way the patient feels like they get to vent and then the practice can reach out and say, you know, we care, what can we do to mm-hmm. make this right? And so ideally the patient then doesn't turn around and online or offline, you know, start bad-mouthing the, the doctor, the practice, and just yeah. feeling upset and like yeah. no one's listening, no one cares. Yeah, that's, like I said earlier, people like to be heard, they like to be acknowledged. So the feedback gives them the option to get it off their chest Mm -hmm. and then gives the office the option to kind of, um, you know, defend themselves before it's posted online or shared with other family and friends that this office is horrible, but it's like, oh wait, it was just a miscommunication and then you're able to fix it. Or sometimes it really is a problem and maybe an employee needs to be removed or you didn't know that you had a, you know, an employee that was doing something they shouldn't be doing and sometimes that happens too. So it's information that you maybe didn't know about that you needed to know. Sure. And I mean, sometimes from an employer's perspective, you know, uh, it it can be information overload, you know, Mm -hmm. so it, they only hear the negative. So we'd like to share some of the positives this way too. I think that's a good motivator for people because, uh, with the filtered reviews, um, and then the, uh, the public ones, we share all of them. So, paid, uh, I'm sorry, so employees get to see the good along with the bad. Yeah, that's a good point. I, re- I just yeah. realized we've been talking all negative. Yes. Yeah. Our, our physicians get positive reviews all the time, yeah. way more than they get negative. We're not trying to hide. We just know that with the negatives, they require a little bit more of a scramble, like, oh, crap, we got to do something, right. and now you have to stop what you're doing and do something now. So that's why we, those, it kind of requires a little bit more talking about the negatives, mm-hmm. unfortunately. but. The positives are great. We have amazing patients who say amazing things about our doctors all the time. Um, and like Corey said, we send them to um, like the patient care coordinators and the, um, the whole physician team so they get those accolades and recognition as well because 
everybody likes to know that they're appreciated. Yeah, because um, a lot of times, of course, the doctors get recognized all the time, but we get reviews that, you know, they specifically call out, Corey was amazing, Danielle was awesome. Damn right was. Yeah. And so they, when they specifically say somebody on the staff other than the doctor, it makes, you know, them yeah. feel great as well because, of course, the doctor's great and smart and wonderful, but the staff mm-hmm. supports the doctor to be great and wonderful and smart. So... Um, like Corey said, we send those positive reviews uh, to the staff as well, so they they get that little boost of encouragement, um, which is really important. So. so let's talk a little bit about uh, trends, and then we'll talk about takeaways. Yeah. So trends, one of the things that we see, it's becoming more and more difficult to take control, partly because there's companies, you may have been approached by them, maybe you got a phone call, maybe you got a piece of mail, uh, things like Yext, which is uh, Y-E-X-T. And they're like these big sort of like directory conglomerates and they're offering a service where they do something like what we were talking about. Um, But if you don't sign up with them, then maybe they have control of certain review sites that you can't get a hold of. Like I know Yex was working with Yahoo, Yahoo right? specifically, yes. Yeah. Um, So that's making it a little bit more difficult. Um, I think another thing is it's it's a little bit, uh, it's it's very fragmented. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... You know, they're trying to monetize the industry. Mm-hmm. It's a, obviously reviews are kind of, it's quickly evolving. It's how people make purchasing yeah. decisions, how they make life decisions, like where they're gonna spend their money on, like Corey said, on um, whether it's products or services or healthcare, which are really important yeah. things. Um, so companies like Yext are looking to see how they can monetize and benefit from this growing, quickly growing trend. Um, so that's why it's really important to get control of your information now while you can make sure you're claimed, yeah. make sure the information's correct, make sure you know what's out there and mm-hmm. what's being said about your company. Um, and because the industry is so new and so fragmented, um, and we've said this before on other podcasts, uh, it's, a, it's a saying that Jen says all the time, but it's kind of like the Wild West. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's no real rules. Everything is changing, it seems like constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, we just got the thing from HealthGrades. Oh, you yeah. want to talk about that real quick? Yeah, so um, HealthGrades, if you're familiar, it's one of the review rating sites. One of the biggest, yeah. Yeah. If you Google your physician, it, it's most likely on the front page. Um, so a couple years ago, they came out with a data license agreement, which um, allowed third-party um, third party agencies like ourselves to manage uh, a physician roster, respond to reviews, make sure they're photo was current, their address was correct, phone number was correct, all that good stuff. So they recent, recently changed it to where third parties are no longer allowed to do that. So um, if your practice has a third party that manages your roster, uh, if you haven't already, you should have, yes, you should have received an amendment to that agreement um, to where somebody in the actual practice office is gonna have to manage that. So um, that's a big change. If uh, if you're currently managing health grades, you know about it. If you don't manage health grades and you don't care, you probably haven't heard about it. But probably didn't make it this far into the podcast. Yeah, it's, but it's it's important if uh, you care about the first page of Google, which yeah. we do. Fine. And you should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So takeaways. You listen to this. Now you know that reviews are important. So now what? Like, I think there's a couple of action items that you can do you know, right now. Number one, pay attention to what people are saying. We know that this is important, right? We think we've established that. Oh yeah. So go ahead and Google 
the name of your practice, and then Google the name of each one of your physicians. And then just kind of take an inventory of everything that you see on there. So every site that comes up, um, a lot of the bigger ones, like the health grades, the Yelp, um, I think Vital says it too, where you can actually see the star rating, yep. right? Vital yep, says that as well. Star yeah. Mm -hmm. So maybe take a screenshot of that, maybe just put it in a spreadsheet somewhere. And then when you're done freaking out <laughs> after you see all the things that are said, what information is correct, what information is incorrect, a lot of times it's phone numbers and addresses, hours, mm -hmm. all can be wrong. Um, so take a deep breath <laughs> and then come up with a game plan. Yeah. And so I think that's a good spot to yeah. end. Yeah, be proactive with your online reputation management. Couldn't have yes. said it better myself. Yes. Awesome. And so, happy fall. Today's the last day of summer. Is it already? Right? Yeah, last day of summer. Yeah. Well, happy fall. fall. So I'm yeah. Corey. And I'm Danielle. And we'll catch you in the next one. Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders.